It's time for the Cannabis Radio News. Covering the latest headlines in consumer cannabis, medical marijuana, and industrial hemp. Cannabis Radio News is now available exclusively at CannabisRadio.com. Now your marijuana headlines in 4 minutes and 20 seconds. This is Cannabis Radio News. A proposal to allow patients who suffer from a list of ailments to obtain marijuana for therapeutic purposes is nearing a final vote in the Pennsylvania House of Representatives, and the measure appears to be on track to become state law in the near future. The House was poised Wednesday to vote on a bill that would set standards for growers, dispensaries, and medical professionals. Patients could take the drug in pill, oil, or liquid form, but would not be able to obtain marijuana they could smoke. House votes on amendments over the past two years suggest strong support for the measure, which would be sent back to the Senate. Supporters approved a similar approach in May by a vote of 40 to 7. Safe Montana founder Steve Zabawa announced his support of a court ruling that curtailed the state medical marijuana program while reinforcing his own campaign to repeal it altogether. The Montana Supreme Court decided to uphold a 2011 bill that limits caregivers to three patients each. There are currently more than 13,000 registered medical marijuana patients under the state of Montana. The new limits would serve about 1,400 patients. Safe Montana's ballot initiative, I-176, would repeal the medical marijuana program and align the drug with illegal status under federal law. The campaign has spent more than $18,000 on its efforts and has about half the 24,000 required signatures to get the issue on the November ballot. A competing ballot initiative, I-178, aims to legalize recreational marijuana and has between 8,000 and 10,000 signatures with about $1,600 in the bank. A third ballot initiative, which has yet to be approved for signature gathering, will seek to expand the medical marijuana program. Former Chicago Bulls guard and three-time Duke All-American Jay Williams says it's about time the NBA gets more progressive when it comes to marijuana. Williams estimates that 75 to 80 percent of the athletes in the NBA use marijuana. In the NBA's anti-drug agreement, players are subject to four random tests throughout the season. If a player tests positive for marijuana and is convicted of the violation, he will be required to enter the marijuana program. A second offense will result in a $25,000 fine, and the third will be a five-game suspension. Williams says the issue is still taboo for professional sports leagues because they're still trying to position their brand in the best possible light. Quote, I'm not condoning for anyone under 18 to use cannabis or marijuana, but from a medical perspective, it's about time some of these brands like the NBA and MLB become a little bit more progressive and start thinking forward instead of being held captive in the past. End quote. In 2013, the marijuana industry brought in $1.8 billion nationwide, while sales jumped to $5.4 billion in 2015 and could hit $6.7 billion this year, Fortune magazine reported last month. Because the marijuana industry is still emerging, some barriers that have traditionally impeded women's progress in other fields don't yet exist. This has meant that the industry is not as male-dominated as fields like technology, defense, or finance. Women Grow is a national organization that seeks to connect and empower women in the legal marijuana industry, and they estimate that about 40% of executives at cannabis companies are women. According to data recently released by Marijuana Business Daily, the U.S. cannabis industry will add $44 billion to the nation's economy by 2020, but only if the current legalization trend continues. The estimates also include the amount of money circulating as a direct result of marijuana transactions. When it comes to the overall yearly marijuana sales market across the country, including the black market, sales have reached the 30 to $45 billion mark. By 2020, Marijuana Business Daily projects legal sales will reach anywhere from $6 to $11 billion. 
According to the estimates, earnings tied to the legal businesses could jump from 14 to 17 billion dollars in 2016 and to about 24 to 44 billion dollars in the following 4 years. High Profits, a CNN marijuana reality series focused on Breckenridge Cannabis Club, owned by Caitlin McGuire and Brian Rogers. Among those featured on the show was a bud tender named Lauren Hoover. Now, Hoover is fighting for her life following a terrible head-on car crash. She's been in a coma for two weeks, and tonight in Breckenridge, a run is being staged on her behalf. The idea behind the event and a GoFundMe page created after the accident is to raise money that will be needed for her recovery process. This has been your Cannabis Radio News. I'm Russ Belville.